Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. I'm Ken Chester. Welcome. To add your voice to the conversation, call or text the Tech Mobility Hotline, that number, 872-222-9793, or you can email the show, talk at techmobility.show, and that is talk at techmobility.show. And as always, I want to invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're trying to hit a number. We'd like to hit a 1,000, and it's growing, but uh, we'd like it to grow a little faster. So if you'd be so kind to look up the Tech Mobility Show on YouTube, and subscribe to the channel, that would be awesome. Also, if you are still uh, on um, Twitter or that, you know, that uh, social media company no, formerly known as Twitter, we're there too, and we certainly would love if you would follow us there. Uh, and of course, we're everywhere else, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, you know, follow us, subscribe, like us, it helps. And not to mention, our two podcasts, uh, the Tech Mobility Podcast and Tech Mobility Topics. We'd love for you to download. We'd love for you to follow us there. We would love anywhere that you enjoy a podcast to follow us. That would be awesome. Thank you so very, very much. From the Tech Mobility News Desk, I want to talk about something I haven't talked about in a while, uh, particularly when it comes to cars. We've talked about autonomous trucks a lot. But we haven't really spent much time on autonomous cars, particularly since many of those companies have realized just how tough it is and how much more money it was going to require for them to even come up with a model that would be competitive. That didn't stop a number of automakers, including Tesla, but not alone Tesla, uh, to come up with stuff. It's level three and level three in terms of autonomy, and you've got the SAE levels from level zero to level four. Level three is the first level where this, the, it's recognized that it's the vehicle, not the driver, in control. Zero, one, and two, which is various degrees of limited automation, it's the driver. With level three and level four, this is partial automation where the car is in control. The driver is still responsible to take over in the event that the system encounters a problem. And that's my problem. But as it, this recent article in Automotive News, and I quote, Level 3 presents a complicated, mushy middle in automated driving. Here's why. Right now, most state laws in the United States of America say, if you're in an accident, and you're driving or you're sitting in the driver's seat or it's your car, guess what? You're liable. How does that work in a situation where it is the software that's driving and you are the auxiliary as opposed to the other way around? What if the software encounters a problem? Are you still liable? Well, as we know, very often legislation uh, lags technology, and this is definitely one of those cases. Let me pose a, let's, let's pose an example, shall we? Mercedes-Benz is coming out with something called Drive Pilot. You can't get it in the United States, and it's going to be offered on a limited basis in Germany. So here's the question, and people are asking, can motorists read a book while using Mercedes-Benz new Level 3 automated driving system? Text friends? Watch TV? You know what the answer is? Maybe. 
Maybe. That's messed up. An automated driving breakthrough set to reach public roads this year will likely motor into a thicket of legal complications and other hurdles. Again, Mercedes-Benz plans to sell vehicles equipped with DrivePilot, a level three automated system, and the first of its kind in the marketplace. For years, I've told you that autopilot and these other co-pilot and these other systems were not fully autonomous. This system, on the other hand, is closer. It's not full autonomy. It is partial autonomy, but it is autonomy. And that is where the problem is. Such a system can maintain control and responsibility of a car in certain scenarios. However, the human driver must take control upon a system's request. And to be honest with you, honestly, that phrase right there, the human driver must take control upon the system's request, makes the driver liable. They've done studies. They've done studies to where even with autopilot with Tesla and some of the other super crews where people were tricking the system thinking that it was full automation and getting lazy and not paying attention. How are you going to pay attention where this thing's running, maybe you're on a 80-mile trip, and for the first 75 miles, it does fine. So you're reading a book or whatever you're doing, but suddenly it encounters a problem. How much time you got? According to the studies, it says it takes a human being 6.1 seconds to respond to being alerted by the system and need to take over. That scares me, particularly at highway speeds. At 60 miles an hour, you are covering the length of a football field roughly every three to four seconds. You are running at 88 feet a second at 60 miles an hour. Six seconds? <laughs> yeah, how much distance did you just cover? And if this thing's running into problems, and if it runs into a problem and it goes into fault mode, what does that even mean? Does it stop if you don't respond? What if you have a medical emergency? Now what? What does it do? And this is not certain because it said, okay, if the driver does not respond in a given amount of time, and it doesn't tell you how much time, by the way, then the vehicle will take appropriate action. But they're very unclear whether it's going to pull over to the side of the road and stop, stop in the lane it's in. Didn't say. And that could be really, really deadly, depending on where you're at and what's going on. Because they're still working this out. And Mercedes is being coy in some cases about some of this stuff. To be sure, Volvo and Audi tried to offer similar systems years ago. And by years ago, they mean about three or four years ago. But they gave up on them after finding they could not untangle the legal, regulatory, and safety quandaries that still accompany partial automation, which is level three. It ain't clear. It's not clear. If it's, the, if it's the software, then it's a product liability issue. If it's the driver, then it's a legal liability issue from an insurance standpoint. What will insurance companies even do because they don't like risk to begin with? So will they even insure a car like this? And they, I haven't heard from them on whether or not they would insure it and how would they assess the risk in order to determine a premium for a vehicle that has level three automation like this Mercedes-Benz. So there's that. Can you even afford the insurance? Can you even get insurance? And if the system has a problem, how much time you got? Under what circumstances will it have a problem? What are your options? What happens if you have a problem? 
What will the system do? So many questions. That is why automation for private vehicles is so hard. You got to figure out all this stuff. And a lot of the companies have pivoted to trucking because in the trucking world, it's a lot clearer in terms of what needs to happen. The roads traveled. There's a lot less variables, fewer variables that they need. This here, ton of variables, which is why even stuff like Super Cruise, Autopilot and that uh, was rolled out gradually. And why even still, even though Autopilot's an unfortunate branding name, but Tesla still contends the driver must be prepared to take control. They are ultimately responsible. Would you buy a car like this right now? And are you prepared that you might end up holding the bag if something goes sideways. It's not, that's why they call it the mushy middle right now. We're not there yet. We don't have clear guidance uh, insurance-wise or legal-wise. And it could get really ugly if it's a combination of things. If partially your fault, partially the system's fault. Okay, how does that play out in a courtroom? Particularly if somebody dies or gets killed and you get sued or you want to sue somebody. Don't know. Tesla says, it's your fault. You were ultimately responsible. You say it's Tesla's fault. The system was fully operational. You both might be right and you both might be wrong. And that is the quandary right now. That is what we're going to find out uh, as they roll this out. They're not alone. You know, will other automakers get the nerve? Tesla's trying, but until you get some clarity, it's going to be a problem. Until you get some legal clarity, it's going to be a problem to even ensure the thing. You are listening to the Tech Mobility Show. Welcome to AONmeetings.com, your next video conferencing and webinar platform. Host your next virtual meeting or your paid webinar with registration and secure file sharing, break rooms, classrooms, and much more. With over five levels of security to know that your data is safe and secure and 100% browser-based, keep in touch with family and friends using the newest meeting platform. Go to AONmeetings.com to start your free seven-day trial. That's AONmeetings.com to start your seven-day free trial. Did you know that you could still listen to past shows of Roadworthy Drive? Kent Chester here. With the change to the Tech Mobility Show, we've taken steps to maintain our vast library of past shows for your listening pleasure. Whether you want to listen to 1, 10, or 50 of our 1,000 shows, we got you covered. Be sure to visit roadworthydrive.buzzsprout.com or roadworthydrivemoment.buzzsprout.com and subscribe. There's no recurring commitment and you can opt out at any time. We set the price super low so that access to the shows is easy and carefree. Thank you so much for your support. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Roadworthy Drive is now the Tech Mobility Show. I'm Ken Chester, your host. Every week, I delve into the current trends and topics that impact you when it comes to mobility and technology. Things are changing fast, and I cover these topics in a way that's easy to understand. By tuning into the Tech Mobility Show, you can keep informed about the latest happenings with self-driving vehicles, auto finance, electric airplanes, and more. That's the Tech Mobility Show, heard each week on this very fine radio station. These days, everybody wants to be social, and we're no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. 
we get to share additional content that you won't find on the show. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok. Yeah, we're there. You can find us at Tech Mobility Pod on Twitter and at the Tech Mobility Show everywhere else. Check us out. Be sure to follow us.